0: Welcome, everybody, to the monthly movie Dispatch, the movie review show from Friends You Can Trust. Every week, we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school. Uh, We aim to bring you an honest conversation about relevant cinema. My name's Derek Deal. I also have Brandon here. How's it going? Good, good, good. How are you? Doing great. So, it's a little different this week, right? You're in... You're on. I'm in Seattle. Yeah. The world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We almost did this in person together, but uh, yeah, just didn't work out. Maybe next week.
0: Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, we are here to talk about the new MCU movie, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Hell yeah! Uh, there's a lot to talk about, so we're gonna do a little quick opening topic here, though. We just wanted to, you know, this Spider-Man has a long. Actually, it's not even that long, like, year-wise film history. So there's been a lot of Spider-Man movies and a lot 20? of, like, drama. we reached 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. and um, But, like, nine movies in 20 years. So, mm-hmm. like, that's a lot. And um, lots of different, you know, people taking over the reins and reboots and remakes and what have you. So I wanted to do a quick run-through because they all kind of have a different... You know, there's a whole uh, array of quality to these movies. So we wanted sure. to do a quick run through of um, your like ranking list of the 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 main Spider-Man movies that have yeah. been released. Um, do you want to and go first? And we are
1: definitely going to also include the new animated yeah. Sony Spider-Man film as well. Let's
0: for say. sure. Yeah. Do you want to go first? So,
1: I'll go first. All mm-hmm. right. Here it goes. Let me know. Pause me if you think any of this is surprising <laughs>
0: all
1: right i don't know all the like intricate names for all these movies so i'm gonna give it my best here so uh in last place number movie number nine is mm-hmm. the amazing spider-man two um not much to say about it uh oh, next yeah. is the original spider-man trilogy number three mm-hmm. for number eight um and then i would go um tom Holland's spider-man number two uh no way home far from home
0: called? this is no far way from home, home. yeah many homes
1: uh far from home uh, the traveling one i guess would be my number seven yeah uh my number six would be the amazing spider-man one um just like i don't know just getting into like i, I think that movie's more harmless than people give it credit for yeah uh and then top five i would give the uh uh where am i shit <laughs> the no way home okay number three this one we're reviewing right now um and then number Wait, four number... I would give.
0: okay number three but it's the five spot it's the third movie yeah, of the number five spot trilogy. tom holland's yeah, yeah. the
1: third spider man okay no way <laughs> um and then number four i would give the tom holland spider-man the first one um and then getting in the top three i do spider-man two and then for number two i would do spider-man one the og and then number one i would do into the spider-verse
0: nice yeah for sure i mean there's no competing no. with into the spider-verse with these movies okay, okay. uh would it surprise you if i told you my list was identical to yours no way <laughs> yeah i think the only thing is i think homecoming and no way home are really close for me they kind of had trade blows like um there's some higher highs in homecoming i think
1: <laughs> but... oh, yeah
0: would you put amazing spider-man
1: number one in between those two
0: He, no, I'd still, I still think it doesn't compete with the, I think it's better than Far From Home, uh, which is where you put it right, right above Far From Home.
1: Right, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, for me it's pretty defined, like the, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, especially the second one, they're just kind of, it was very clear and obvious that they were a, a quick, like, uh, reboot in order to keep the film rights kind of thing like that that was the exact scenario of why those movies even exist and i think it kind of shows you know like you said the first one's pretty harmless but the second one is just like i don't know i actually watched the second one for the first time recently and i did enjoy it like i had a lot of fun like watching what a crazy like weird Mm -hmm. train wreck of a movie it is it's not even like terrible it's not consistently like bad filmmaking or anything it's it's like if you just take any scene out of the movie it's fine There's it's just weird like choices yeah overall. it's just like weird yeah character choices and just like it just doesn't really amount to anything
1: so but, your so your top three as well is spider-man 2 spider-man 1 and then into the spider-verse
0: spider well oh, wait no i think mine would go spider-man 1 spider-man 2 okay, so 3 would be spider-man 1 2 okay. would be spider-man 2
1: i see so you have a little yeah. flip for me
0: okay. yeah oh okay i thought you yeah. had it the same way yeah. no,
1: no no i don't know spider-man one <laughs> was just like the original one it was one of the like defining movies for me yeah um, along with like lord of the rings fellowship of the ring i remember spider-man one i saw in theaters like three times i was obsessed yeah. with that movie a huge poster on my wall yeah um was like in middle school i was freaking out so yeah i love that movie
0: it's really good and it holds up i just watched it with phoenix and um like, yep. everything holds up in it. The CGI, like, everything in that movie, I was, like, really surprised how few gripes. I knew I was going to love it, like, going into the rewatch. I was just surprised that I had, like, zero qualms with it throughout it.
1: Yeah, that's cool, because um, I haven't seen it in a while.
0: Yeah, it holds up. Um, I guess just knowing what this movie is, if you've seen a trailer for it, you kind of know... Um, what the direction it's going and like some of the characters that are being brought in. We thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about, uh, quickly the history of like the Spider-Man film rights. Cause it's, it's kind of a weird situation and I would bet the general public doesn't necessarily know, um,
1: so convoluted. Yeah. How it all fits together.
0: And I think it does make this movie a little more special knowing like the history, um, right because it's complicated and the you know those first the sam raimi he did the original trilogy of spider-man movies with toby Maguire they were all very beloved movies um i mean the third one you know it had some issues and people were kind of let down by it but overall people really really respect that that trilogy of films and uh, and it's very important in the whole success of the superhero film industry uh they were taking too long to make the fourth one they were really like you know, didn't want to repeat any of the issues they had with the third one which was like just making it too convoluted and stuff and uh instead of and they were asking for bigger budgets and stuff like that so instead of dealing with all that sony decided that they're just going to reboot the franchise because they don't want marvel to get the rights back um i yeah. guess if we want to step back even further so marvel sold off the film rights in like the 90s because they were going bankrupt um and sony bought them. So they reboot them. They make the amazing Spider-Man movies. They're both just kind of middle, like people weren't really huge fans of them. And they made money, but they weren't like giant, you know, juggernaut successes. They stopped after
1: number two. And that was never their plan.
0: Yeah. And they took kind of a hiatus. I think they were just kind of, you know, Marvel, you know, Disney bought Marvel and superhero movies were going on to a whole nother level as far as like box office. And I think they just wanted to kind of, figure out how to make it work and then you know disney was like well we want spider-man like he's such an important marvel character he's the highest grossing superhero character of all time that is like fact that's part of why disney makes so much money off of spider-man despite owning the film rights is uh he's just he's so popular so it's like how do you build a you know, cinematic universe based around these Marvel characters and not have the most famous one in it. And so um, I I don't think anything like this has ever happened before, but pretty much Disney was able to broker a deal with Sony. And they're like, hey, you're having trouble making these Spider-Man movies. We want to make Spider-Man movies. How about you let us make it? And, you know, we'll kind of split the difference. You know, we'll split uh, the gross and stuff. And so, yeah, what is the cut? As so you, I think uh, it, it, it was book. different and then they, they renegotiated it and now it's uh, 25 dollars So Disney fronts 25% of the budget for the film and then Sony fronts 75 and then that's the box office split they get on the other side okay. So, But
1: fact, uh, Disney has the creative freedom.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Disney gets to make the movies. Like it's part of the MCU. It's Kevin Feige is, you know, ca- calling all the shots. But... um, But, you know, they still have Sony. Sony still kind of has, like, a final say in it, you know, because it's still their movie. It's such a
1: good deal for Sony, even with that. It's like, you have to do nothing except for just give us your blessing. yeah, And we will, like, finance and manage and do all the work. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's It's... like, even though it's 20, and still 2575 is pretty amazing for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still you know tons of money. And Disney still owns the rights to the character Spider-Man just on his own. And they make so much money just off of you know they make money off of the merch for spider-man no way home so and that goes straight to disney because sony doesn't own that stuff so it's 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 just kind of weird and um you know the sad part for the fans is that every time they reboot or they you know sell you know they have you know when disney takes over all of a sudden there's these characters that you knew and loved from these movies that you loved that no longer really exist um, but that's what's crazy about this movie, and I think why people were so excited about seeing it, um, is that with Disney's new thing moving into like the multiverse with the MCU, they're bringing these characters back and having them cross over with their original actors and stuff. and it's just a really it's just a cool thing that like who would have ever thought this would have existed, you know? Um, and so that's well, where we're gonna do um, yeah, so. Spider-Man: No Way Home. Real quick, I wanted to say it's because uh, this is pretty cool since we're still kind of dealing with the pandemic. Uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home in its opening weekend made two hundred and sixty million dollars.
1: That's amazing.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> like uh, that's domestic or world that's worldwide? Domestic. worldwide? That's domestic. Worldwide, it was like almost six hundred million. I think. Yeah. Opening weekend that's like you know pre-pandemic that is a really really amazing opening and so in no movies really even got it's opening it's opening weekend it became the highest domestic grossing film of the year I believe. and
1: so (laughs) i mean i guess that makes sense but uh and is this the best of the three um is this better than two and one or not quite
0: it's it's close to me i think it's better than two for sure no and... no
1: sorry i meant um, as far as the box office
0: opening oh box off. oh that's a good question i think box office mojo breaks it down by franchise um i'll, I'll kind of yeah i'll kind of look yeah. it up as we're talking and stuff but um um i i know well actually wait no i know it's better than that because it is the third highest opening of any film ever behind oh, endgame sure. and All infinity right. war so there we go okay. <laughs>
1: So yeah. even coming out of the pandemic, this is breaking shattering records. Almost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think it's, you know, it's part of that nostalgic thing, but also I think people are just the Marvel fans are really excited to get back into like a cool Marvel story, you know. And it's been a while. So Okay, let's talk about the movie now. Um <laughs> Uh so um Spider Man No Way Home is the third film in the marvel cinematic universe uh spider-man trilogy um the third film that john watts has directed for them and this is his last spider-man film but they will they did announce they are going to be making another spider-man trilogy with disney which is cool um the plot description is with Spider-Man's identity now revealed, our friendly neighborhood web-slinger is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life as Peter Parker from the high stakes of being a superhero. When Peter asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Hmm. I think that's one of the better Google uh, that works. plot descriptions. all the bases. Yeah. So uh, while we're talking about this this uh the main review here we're gonna also sean bulby is going to be joining us brandon's actually in sean's living room right he's
1: he's Thanks. next to me but he'll yeah. just be via audio okay, so right. have yeah no space
0: yeah so um
1: we don't have to rearrange the frame
0: yeah all right you can always like i don't know, bounce it in or whatever okay <laughs> yeah yeah we'll
1: see
0: okay to be here good good oh yeah how are you sean
1: i'm good how are you doing
0: (laughs) good good um okay let's just jump into the review because this is a long movie and i feel like there's a lot of stuff so um i'll start with my initial thoughts of the film uh i liked it a lot i had a lot of fun i think it, it suffered from a lot of the same issues that the other marvel movies do with some of these um i don't know how to differentiate them between like the russo movies and like It's not every director's bad at action, but like there's a very clear split between when the Russo brothers make a movie and like the action scenes and like their memorability and like everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) to these other ones. And I actually quite like John Watts and the stuff he does with the kids. Like I, I love the teen comedy aspects of all three of these movies. I think it works super well. It's all really fun and funny and like, I think he'd excel at making just a straight teen comedy. But the action in these movies are just is so bland. And I think that this Unfortunately movie...
1: Unfortunately, simple
0: mm-hmm. and yeah, basic. Yeah, it's like... I was actually, while you were talking
1: about that, I was trying to think of, like, a good set piece that really thrilled me. And I there's just none in this movie. <laughs> I don't even think there's single one.
0: Well, so here's the thing. What I think works is... Um, Even though those set pieces are bland visually and like structured, like what's like the action is not super exciting, I think this movie kind of gets away with it because the concept of everything that's happening is so fresh and like developing throughout the movie. So usually, with each action scene, there's another kind of revelation of what's actually happening, and and it kind of cheats its way through those scenes. It makes those scenes. You know, the action isn't really the focus of the action scenes, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like. I,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really agree with what you're saying. I think um, this movie benefits a lot and we will dig into it for sure soon. Yeah. Um, of the overall storyline hype and structure that it has going for it. Yeah. Um, and we will definitely get into it. But I think that lifts this movie up to like a height of entertainment mm-hmm. and like pace and i don't know funniness and nostalgia that uh just carries it very maybe just easily mm-hmm. even though obviously it was a huge challenge and a cool concept but once it gets going it's like okay this alone can carry the movie yeah i think behind that um like you're saying there there's a lot of just marvel simplism going on here that's not that thrilling mm. um and it's just like can someone can someone do a better job with this <laughs> yeah uh, and someone just choreograph the hell out of a fight scene and do something badass and cool that shocks me um yeah. like so many other fight. i mean uh in a year where suicide squad comes out that was this year right mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> um, like can we get like one tenth of what suicide squad gave me every like every couple scenes there yeah you know mm-hmm. um just, like i just want marvel to give it a try once in a while yeah so it's sad that that's not here but on the other hand um i mean you met, what's the director's name again
0: john watts so he says,
1: john watts i think and he's demonstrated this throughout all three spider-man movies he has like an eye for pace and humor humor and just like um keeping the movie moving mm. uh, with its editing and with the dialogue and kind of how quick everything goes um that's always worked through these Spider-Man movies. And it's one of the reasons why I liked the first one so much, mm-hmm. um, like a like more coming of age tale. Um, maybe that style works on a more simpler level, like you're saying with the, just more of the kid stuff in Spider-Man one, um, but it's still apparent here and he still has that talent yeah. for pace, even for sure. in a long movie. Um, so those are some of the goods and bads overall. Mm-hmm. That I think. Are in that movie. Yeah, I, in the I mostly,
2: yeah. I mostly agree with, with both of you. Um, I thought I did th- think that this movie kind of had a rough start um i i kind of wasn't with the movie for a while but i do think at some point the movie kind of takes a a turn where it just this the pace really starts to pick up i think the 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 setup for the premise of this movie was kind of hard to get into and mm-hmm. hard to follow it was a little contrived yeah um but once it the movie actually just says okay that's the setup let's just move on i think the pacing really kicks into gear and the they're really able to focus on the characters and their relationships again and um really start to do some fun stuff with the characters and with the plot uh and the premise of the movie
0: so it's just like um, an hour into the movie before that happens
1: yeah maybe not even not even quite that but i I, I get Um, what you're saying once this massive idea of a movie starts rolling yeah um there is so much for them to do yeah, in the definitely. second half. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: And like, yeah, I think it was around 45 minutes or so, maybe an hour. But like, I wasn't laughing at all in the first part of this movie. I thought a lot of the jokes missed. There was just something about it that um, really didn't work uh, yeah. for, for the characters and for kind of the humor and the pacing. Um, I feel like right yeah, there, you it... guys
1: are saying a little bit, you guys have a different opinion on that. I think, I, Derek, you said that was one of your high points was the was the kids and the oh Uh, i mean well i'm
0: more talking about him just in general john watts i feel like he has a knack for that they they don't really have much of that in this movie you know there's the three of them the three main uh protagonists but But um usually what the star of like the other movie was like all the weird like side characters at the school Mm -hmm. and like what was the
2: what's the the, the, um the girl that's now a
0: reporter and everything she was like doing movie oh yeah that's right she movies, wasn't in this and, movie
2: and then like the guy who kept claiming that he's spider-man's best friend yeah i forget his name but yeah um, flash thompson flash thompson yeah um so there was some i mean i i do think that all that stuff ended up working really well like um between all the the, the three main characters but i think early on it just kind of wasn't working for me and yeah. it wasn't all that funny but at some point it, it very much did pick up and and started to become pretty
1: fun for me i think we we should say how i guess i'm also getting tired of saying this but uh how long this movie is yeah (laughs) goddamn movies love being long right now yeah i and i just saw house of gucci 2 and that movie's like two hours and 45 minutes holy shit um and i mean producers are just like yeah whatever however long that screenplay is we're just gonna let them do it nowadays (laughs) and I don't. I don't know if this movie necessarily needed that. I think, and like you're saying, shadow stuff with that's going on in the opening. I even think there's some stuff in the midsection that absolutely doesn't need to make this movie two hours and 35 minutes. I think is the runtime. Yeah. Um, and while he does have a knack for pacing, I think there's just story elements that uh, that just don't necessarily serve the biggest purpose, and he could have moved moved quicker through them. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah i think those exist for sure i don't know if any of it really like took away from anything for me um and i think like he like you've mentioned a couple times like he paced it well enough that i was never really bored with the movie uh but i think i think the other part that carries us through that first like half hour or so is you know i guess the trailer's doing some heavy lifting and like letting you know what you're in for and so yeah that you kind of gloss over this opening half hour because you're like okay okay come on like we're we kind
1: of
2: know we, where this is leading yeah so exactly you're,
1: you're able to like you know it's fine watching them apply to colleges and yeah, school uh-huh. or, yeah even uh, though it's knowing it's whatever, what's gonna happen yeah. soon yeah. one
2: other thing i, I did want to point out is there's some pretty impactful uh emotional beats throughout this movie mm-hmm. that um in spite of some clunky uh setups and and maybe some um maybe forced uh plot points mm-hmm. the the emotional beats work out really well and kind of elevate this movie to something that is a little bit more than what just the premise mm-hmm. may have been able to
1: accomplish I, yes and i definitely want to point those out one by one in yeah, for detail sure. when we get to make yeah. sure we hit on all of them
0: well i say um we just jump into spoilers because this movie's full of them
1: um Mm-hmm. one of the most full of them spoilers yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah we can't even talk about like the first 10 minutes <laughs> or so without
0: so uh, yeah let's just do it uh so we can just get to talking about this <laughs> and uh so from here on out there's gonna be spoilers for spider-man no way home um if you like this franchise you should just go see the movie and um uh, and, and you probably already have yeah you probably yeah. everyone's already seen it but uh yeah, spoilers from here on out. So um, tune out if you don't want to be spoiled. All right. Um, where do you want to start? Do you so, want to um, go over those emotional points or do you want to save those?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, so, one of them that worked for me, like, yeah, it's just to go over some emotional things. It was, it's was a smaller one. I'll give Sean some of the other ones. But yeah. I remember there's this moment. All right. So, yeah, you know, we got Tobey Maguire showing up here. You know, I've watched that original Spider-Man movie so many goddamn times when yeah. I was in like seventh grade or whatever. Um, and uh, there's one time when Tobey Maguire is talking to the third Spider-Man, <laughs> the third.
0: <laughs> Andrew <Spider-Man>. Garfield,
1: <laughs> Andrew Garfield. And it's right before they're about to kind of disappear. They have a one off like moment. It lasts maybe only 15 seconds and what happens is toby mcguire's score comes on oh. like those beautiful strings <laughs> yeah um from like it's several times throughout the movie but like the ending of spider-man one as mm-hmm. he's like i um, outside of the cemetery yeah. yeah i don't know if you guys remember like yeah so he's he's talking to andrew garfield for a second uh, and that music swells in and it like took me by surprise <laughs> and it, like started tearing up and i didn't know why for a second yeah and then i was like oh my god like it brought me back so hard to some of those like powerful scenes from the very original movie Mm -hmm. Uh, just hearing that score again in like the now disney franchise
0: for sure Um, isn't that crazy
1: like yeah it was so quick too and then (laughs) the score didn't last once their dialogue ended the score like faded into like something else yeah it was it was really great idea to bring that in
0: yeah for sure i guess uh you know while we're jumping into spoilers we should just say off the bat that everything everyone speculated was going to happen in this movie happens <laughs> so it's too bad right yeah, yeah it's like it's everyone do, knew yeah like in marvel tried I don't to hide know it
1: how but... i knew i just over the year <laughs> stuff enough had just gone to like through to me where, yeah. i mean it's almost like
2: you saw the trailers you saw like uh doc oct and you saw yeah. it's like how, i kind of how, forget how, who all was in the tra- like How do fox was in dr strange for the sure dr strange yeah. and you're i was kind of like well i mean obviously they're also going to bring in yeah at least one of the two other spider-man
1: i think i also just got spoiled of it through speculation like just right. people are like they're doing a multiverse thing this is what they probably do and yeah. i just saw too many headlines that are like that andrew garfield will probably be in this movie kind of
0: thing well and they're kind of on that like competing there with dc and their flashpoint movie coming up where they're Mm -hmm. like we we got michael keaton we got ben affleck and you know all in the same movie and uh how did it work for you guys did your theater go crazy
1: my
2: theater was actually fairly tame i i saw it just today so it's it's monday at around noon crowd so it's their second my my crowd wasn't yeah maybe the second viewing maybe it's just you know older crowd or i don't know, um, not the the hardcore crowd i guess yeah. but they uh they weren't super going crazy about anything which i probably uh, helped me enjoy it i i may have uh been too eye rolling if, <laughs> if everyone was losing their minds yeah. about at every every reveal. Re-
1: yeah at every reveal you saw this the earliest I mean, eric right
0: yeah we saw it so. friday morning <laughs> and it was like almost sold out at like 11 30 mm-hmm. in the morning and um the crowd didn't freak out but you know it was like a clap and some cheers and one guy was i remember one person was like oh my god it's andrew garfield
1: said <laughs> <laughs> a full sentence
0: yeah <laughs> he did and i i definitely like felt that though the same like i kind of had that same feeling in my head when it happened because i was kind of like what if they just don't do it though because just because it's like they don't want to do what everyone thinks they're going to do. But then they brought him in and it's just like, it's just a crazy thing. Cause it's like, it,
2: it's pretty crazy. It's that crazy like, <laughs> that you can, we can like fans can speculate about ridiculous things and yeah. like unheard of ridiculous things.
1: And then it just like happens in the sense so they're actually making it happen. But, yeah. but, like that's, that's just, yeah, we, I mean, we and we need to give I guess, just credit yeah. for conceiving and executing that ballsy of an idea yeah like, these franchises yeah. and like i might my, my crowd maybe my crowd was the biggest because i did see it actually on a friday night i forgot mm. you saw it so early Derek. um and yeah here at the north game mall theater and um everyone definitely lost their shit yeah. um especially like with some of the villains but especially when andrew garfield showed up yeah i was curious which spider-man it would be um first mm-hmm. and i think it was andrew garfield because he's just more recent i mean maybe yeah. tommy is just getting like older mm-hmm. at this point and um less people would remember him because kids didn't even see that movie maybe Mm -hmm. uh but people lost their shit for a good like you know 20 seconds of Mm -hmm. just like screaming clapping it was great it was really fun it was
0: well done too like that the reveal those like that whole scene i think that section not necessarily like them walking in and stuff but the that chunk of the movie might have been my favorite because we are really interested in like what peter's doing back at the apartment which I think is actually really interesting and like kind of a unique uh, perspective, like the story to take this character, like this version of Spider-Man, on, and um, everything that happens there gets really intense. And then it it's cuts intercutting. to this, yeah, and it and cuts it's cool to this, that's and happening like, to the side
1: with mm-hmm. like the you know with the secondary friend characters and yeah not spider-man
0: yeah and then they walk in and you're like oh my god like it's such a it's a relief like it's because the stuff that's happening on the a storyline is like it's really intense in that spot (laughs) and like when it swaps back over like you're just like oh my god like thank you marvel this is awesome yeah
1: putting it within the humor of like um the i forget the character's name the the friend his Meds, His family's like kitchen mm-hmm. with yeah. his mom, who just like wants to go to sleep and doesn't <laughs> want to mess. In the and
2: then makes yeah. him uh, clean up the spider web. Yeah, yeah. Like That's just
1: like that's clever writing. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, typical. I guess that's uh, Marvel humor. That's just mm-hmm. always fun and light for sure throughout uh, the whole series. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I, I would say some highlights of. Um, I mean, we're not going to talk about everything because this movie is just—it's really big. But some of the highlights of these crossover things that they do were um i thought willem Dafoe was really really good in this movie mm-hmm. and i love everything they did with the green goblin and i i couldn't believe how large of a part they gave him in the movie and sure. um you he was know, the I, biggest of the villains yeah yeah, yeah he was pretty, he was the big bad yeah. ultimately and he yeah. you know it was so in line with his character from you know 20 years ago mm-hmm. and it's so cool that willem defoe was is, like able to come back and do it and he was still like just like his crazy uh green goblin as he he was back then and um yeah i mean
2: one thing i wanted to ask is what who which characters were
1: de-aged I, a, you
0: know a I, lot were they
1: i, I think it was josh brol or this is roger roland who's that guy no. willem dufoe sandman oh that's thomas, thomas hayden, hayden church. church oh thomas hayden church i don't i didn't even think acted in this that was his face thomas was CGI.
2: he was sand
1: through night yeah but when you saw him he was definitely full cgi you don't think it's yeah. just like a half hour like, shot. like they grabbed
0: a real quick like hey stop in yeah. the him for sure you think so yeah yeah. see i couldn't oh, tell yeah. honestly in the trailers i thought alfred molina was de-aged but then i've seen no, pictures think... of him recently and i'm like you know he just looks like he did 20 years ago <laughs> i think
2: everybody I
1: about willem Dafoe. even i think everyone yeah. who died was de-aged in the movies yeah um so
0: not not a uh, everyone that i
2: mean died. I, d- I doubt uh, I think willem uh like was de-aged pretty jamie fox what? probably wasn't
0: there's no way willem Dafoe sure. was de-aged yeah, no, I pretty no, pretty he good. was not. My point, really. my point being. All right, it was pretty good. good. I have still. to say it was yeah. pretty
2: good. Uh, yeah. I th- I'm sure some of them were de-aged, uh, I don't know which ones, but it was quite convincing. Yeah. Um throughout. And I, I really for most of them I could not see through it. Uh, yeah. So that was that was pretty impressive for um, in a time where Perhaps it's it's used a little too, too
1: much. He's uh, arguing it just about it does really just, just it. goes yeah. to tell you like we yeah, didn't definitely. actually know because it was yeah. done. Whatever it was was done so well. Yeah. Yeah. What what were some of the big emotional moments that were?
2: Well, the the big one probably the first. So there's a there's a few ones early on where like when Willem Dufoe first like comes in, uh, and talks to Aunt May and he like you see like this vulnerable side because and you also can, can imagine. This t- literally takes place right after he has maybe a, his character arc as he's dying mm-hmm. um, in the first Spider-Man movie when he really like I think his last line in that movie is "Don't tell Harry." Like it's like this vulnerable father moment where he yeah. says "Don't tell Harry."
0: But this is so before like, that, per- right? Perhaps because you know, he was I, dying. I really he was know. already died, like gone at that point. I don't. Really so this takes know... place. From from the from the way they set it up is that each of the characters are pulled through right before they die. So yeah. before he, so hit, he gets the killing that. blow. So he wasn't yeah. stabbed yet, is what that means. Okay. Otherwise he'd yeah. come through bleeding to death. Well, dying.
1: Okay, yeah, we're talking about seconds, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 But,
2: I mean, so you he could kind of say, like, at least the way I imagined it in my head is, like, you know, perhaps he, he's gone through that character, that final moment of a character arc, and... Um, and he's kind of come out in this other world where he's struggle, you know, now he's, he's vulnerable and he's able to like ask for help. And, um, and, and, you know, he doesn't want to be that person, be controlled anymore by this alter ego that he has. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So I think like those types of things were like, like those moments, there was a couple of them uh, and even one with Dr. Octavius where you get this, like, kind of emo like uh um yeah kind of this emotional moment um for these characters that are almost 20 years old at this point kind of yeah. almost completing a
1: they're a not character. just like full on they didn't just come back full on a slashing villain yeah definitely right. which they easily could have been in the like height of their villainy yeah um they um, all had like a little bit of back and forth to them.
2: so i think those were like the moments that first almost tipped me off to like, okay, there's, there's some, this movie is working on, uh, on an emotional level that mm-hmm. uh, is I, that on a higher emotional level than I was realizing at that point. Yeah. Um, but then I think the first big one obviously is Aunt May's death. Yeah. Right. Aunt May. Um, that worked yeah, for me too. And it, yeah, it really worked. It was shocking. Um, it was one of those moments where I didn't believe it as it was happening.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, um, Tom Holland's performance was uh, pretty great. Like, you know, going through different, I I don't know if he was going through like the stages of grief or whatever, but I was thinking about several moments of different emotions. I was thinking about how good
1: of an actor he was in this movie. And um, it was when I saw Andrew Garfield, because when Andrew Garfield's presence (laughs) came on screen, I was like, God damn, he's a great charismatic (laughs) actor. Yeah. That like has such control over what he's doing. But then I was like, man, I'm not giving Tom Holland credit enough because even in some of those final scenes too, not just the Aunt May scene, there's just like locked shots on his face where he's delivering some like really conflicted emotion. Mm -hmm. And there's like absolutely no barrier. It's 100% believable. And yeah, I noticed that a lot. Yeah.
0: But
1: yeah, I like the Aunt May stuff. It was, they flipped everything on on your head and from what you know about Spider-Man and like you thought all that maybe had happened or they just were not going to ever touch on it. And this is stuff people were talking about back in the, the first Spider-Man Tom Holland movie was we don't need to see his origin like we're already yeah. getting going. Um so almost to now show us part of the origin this laid on is mm-hmm. like kind of a twist on its own. And yeah, it's it like oh. unique to see that happen to anime. Yeah,
0: and yeah, I think they that's they kind of like... a yeah. Oh, to say, it's kind of a concept borrowed from Spider-Verse where you know all the Spider-Men have a cathartic moment where they're all talking about the traumatic mm-hmm. thing that happened in their life. And uh, I kind of, I think that that's part of the problem with the other movies is that, I don't know, his character feels so incomplete in the other movies, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but it's like, we're used to seeing, like, we know Peter Parker's story so well. It's been told so many times now. And for them to not even dabble in that, it like loses that edge to him, I guess. I mean, like you're talking about the sadness, the like depth yeah like yeah what he's, like there, with. he's yeah. just a kid having fun at school in the first two movies and there's not really it's like there's tony stark you know but he's not i mean they're close i guess but like not yeah. there's really, an element really, of like know. a
2: longing for a father figure but yeah. there's not a sense of yeah that that cathartic sense of loss that
0: you know i that, kind of i thought something like that was going to happen in this movie but i didn't think it was going to be at May. i was talking with my friend um before the movie came out and I was like, I think they're going to kill off Ned. I think this is what they're going to do is mm-hmm. they're going to kill Ned. And that's going to be like really heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, there's no way they're going to kill off Ned. They didn't, but they, they did the, you know, the big debt. Like he's got to have that weight behind the character mm-hmm. that kind of inspires his motives and yeah, how he deals with it. I think this things.
2: movie does like what it ends up doing is creating. So with the first movie, you almost think, okay, they're skipping over. Spider-Man's origin story mm-hmm. because it's been told so many times, everyone knows it. Just move on, get to some fun Spider-Man stuff. We don't yeah. need to rehash it again. But almost with this movie you kind of realize that it no, this is like an origin trilogy. Yeah. Where Spider-Man's like um Spider-Man becoming who Spider-Man is, like who everyone knows Spider-Man to be mm. is is like built up to to in this movie. Yeah. And you're left in this movie where we know spider-man w- in, in a place in his life where we know spider-man to be or
1: where, where I mean, we typically yeah like, yeah so like but no one knows father who he is. his grief and yeah. no one knowing who he is it's like yeah. <clears throat> they hit the, like a big reset yeah. button back to like yeah what we typically know yeah. of spider-man he's
2: alone in a, a an apartment some tiny apartment in new york city so one knows who he is he's alone that apartment was so he's like, left with like shaggy. this some russian this guy demanding
0: of, rent from yeah. him uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: where are you he's <laughs> left, and, and like you know he's left with with no one and and um he doesn't even have aunt may anymore you yeah know? Um, but he's
1: left with like this feeling of responsibility for the, the death of it'll, someone it'll he interesting interesting going into the next so. movie and i hope they don't reset the reset quickly mm-hmm. the next movie i mm-hmm. like that this movie ended with him not um, you know getting his friends to know who he is when he goes back to the coffee shop really? um, yeah me too i i like that it ends in kind of isolation and i hope the isolation carries through several yes. of the next series and that it's not like the beginning of the next movie is him proving who he is and getting his friends back like right. hope... and that was i would... running run into the avengers and getting the avengers back on right. his side i hope it, kinda, it happens slowly
2: you kind of uh like blew past that but i i do want to talk about how well done that scene was and how like the scene where he goes into the coffee shop and tries to talk to mj um and he kind of sees that and a lot is shown in that scene i wanted her to be like why are you
1: why, are, <laughs> why is this conversation so goddamn weird <laughs> yeah i was kind of yeah. i guess it's probably because it's just so like yeah. hot and charming and she's yeah. probably like okay with him just like staring in her face for yeah. so long <laughs> well who yeah. would
2: um but yeah i i guess that that is a good point i did i did pick up on that but i i do think like that whole care that whole arc that he goes through in that scene is really effective and it just plays out in his eyes and with how uh yeah it's all left unsaid and you understand everything like she moves her hair and she has like the little band-aid and you you just kind of get it you, yeah. you get everything that that scene was trying to say for sure you hurt yourself <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> hurt my forehead oh <laughs> it's just right. i'm not i'm not mad at him just like
2: yeah, yeah no definitely
1: uh <laughs> it was a little yeah it was a good good i yeah the ending actually was pretty. i want to do a shout out to dr strange in this movie i'm yeah. like i'm pretty excited for his uh for his second movie it's been a long time coming and he's just like a really he's a strong actor and character i like how big his powers are but also yeah. it's some of the best visualized powers they've done yeah the yeah. yeah. marvel universe <laughs> yeah absolutely like, this,
2: this movie definitely reminded me of that it's like <laughs> i love watching dr strange use, use his powers.
1: yeah his like portal uh, like literally game portal stuff going mm-hmm. on and just the way he like fractals space uh and it'll be cool having them take that into the second full movie of him dr. So the first time through it was you know they're inventing it and now they yeah. get to just like run with it and yeah I'm that exactly was the
0: single memorable action scene in this movie <laughs> was the that
1: full borrowed was visuals from yeah the was
0: the, the doctor yeah. strange chase um and i i like that a lot um yeah all this stuff you guys are talking about i think is really good i love like the the aunt may stuff was just yeah it, it hit me pretty hard it was like definitely tearing up and i think it like coming at the hands of uh the green goblin and like how everything just unfolds in the apartment there at the end of that scene i i love that section of the movie a lot it reminded me a lot of um some of the high points in like homecoming with, like the the car ride and everything like that mm-hmm. um i don't know like the climax i i like this, the idea of res like how they're wrapping up the movie and i like the idea that this peter parker is so determined on like setting everything straight and like actually saving Mm -hmm. these people and not killing them yeah i like that idea (laughs) i don't know how what like the ending climax isn't really that exciting uh it's fun to see the three spider-men like fighting and like quipping and i like that they all have their unique characteristics you know and um, they stay in their characters pretty well. and it's cool that they are able to separate Tom Hollands, like mm-hmm. not have to read like, you know, just do the Toby McGuire, you know, they're able to separate them all. Um, and I thought that worked really well and I thought that was really cool that they spent the time to actually structure the story around defining Tom Hollands Spider-Man separate mm-hmm. from them. Um, I don't know like how much like it really made sense at the end um with like i think you know, sean and i
1: were talking about this in the car too mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Think, yeah
0: but at the same time it's like i don't know like i kind of give them the benefit of the doubt it's like
1: yeah, i mean when you're saying like structuring the whole climax around like throwing these gadgets and gizmos at them to like make them normal again right to defeat yeah. each one individually like well, i I'm liked
0: right, i like that concept and i think that's fine like the ramifications of it are kind of weird and don't really like seem like they mess up everything (laughs) but uh especially when we have other people from their universe with them that have like killed them and stuff you know like what does Uh, that mean for them this is kind of like
2: um a a larger problem with the the movie too and as much as i you know everything i just said about the movie i I liked most of the movie but there's some very clunky elements to it where i don't really understand the rules of what's happening and um it's almost like the movie just wants you to say oh you know it's magic yeah whatever um we but mean, i don't understand
1: Peter parker in a high school <laughs> lab uh-huh. coming up with the like most magical potion yeah to turn yeah. the was it was the mean, green we... goblin saying which yeah, who that, was it for well, there's a green god. There, each one. It was the, the serum, serum that he was in charge for, and he's yeah. just like, like, what do they have in a high school classroom? Yeah. Like? Yeah. Helium, <laughs> and yeah, you know, like water. Yeah, yeah, for I, sure. Some well, maybe. no, they had. No, remember yet, they had god the. Serum.
0: They had the magic Stark machine that. that well, that. They the like explains away the plot with that device. Then, They're like, it's yeah, the maker. Okay. It makes it what you need.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. um, but but even like more than that, like what was. Um, what is the what are the rules with this spell that dr strange is trying to cast so like it makes everyone forget but but do we no longer have all the footage of mysterio and i think that's the idea um does does it also get rid of all that does it like so i mean yeah it's just like what is the extent of this this Spell and but at the same time couldn't...
0: we don't want them to get into that really either right um, like, we don't I want like a 10 minute you scene don't want to, them them to, like, them well, to these get to it necessarily disappear.
2: i don't want them to waste a bunch of time trying to explain an unexplainable plot yeah but i i do want like a, a plot to inherently kind of make sense and
1: yeah. Um, yeah, i think this falls under the like try harder yeah. marvel please right kind of thing yeah like and like scripts. so
2: so you know he says he i'm gonna he as he's finishing the spell at the end why does peter have to leave um mj and his friend <laughs> i noticed that he just kind of darts
1: away for no reason
2: and like why couldn't he just stay there until the the um spell was complete and say and they'll be like oh wait this is crazy who are you what happened here and, he'll, and then he's like this is everything that's happened in the last year i had
1: like, all of that in my head as he was running away from the scene oh i didn't even realize statue that ha- he
0: he like i don't even realize that happened he runs away from them he just goes away yeah
1: yeah yeah he just leaves their memories oh. fade and then he spider webs away oh. from the statue of liberty yeah. i'm like you could that... just stay and tell them what happened he wasn't
0: standing with mj when her memory fades
1: i think they were right there
0: yeah, they're, like, I mean, right next to each other. he definitely
1: leaves as, yeah, like, she's crying. and He's Spider-Man's then, away as their
2: like, memories fading oh, and yeah. coming back. Hmm. But, like, obviously he doesn't stay around and explain everything to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, like, leaves and then comes and finds her. So, like, and,
1: you know, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> not Russo-proof. It's not yeah. Russo-script-proof. Yeah. yeah. With some of their movies. Yeah. I, but I do want to say, like, the pivotal moment of doctor strange and spider-man um was really strong Mm. and the culmination of his decision and having that be like a just a thing between like tom holland and himself that he had to do yeah um was was pretty powerful of a climax that they were able to amount to even if the action um wasn't very smart or clever uh it was able to get to like a really powerful moment Mm. at the end yeah which some of the other climaxes of these movies haven't necessarily been able to do
0: yeah for sure mm-hmm. and yeah i think it's a pretty like it pays off pretty well with the character like that's yeah. it's a, it's an exciting place to leave that character just because it's so different from where he's been the last three movies oh. um yeah man
2: i will uh <laughs> do we have time to talk about the three spider like more of like the jokes and the little your oh, so. favorite moment? Yeah, <laughs> Um like I don't know, just a, like the the moment where they realize that Tobey Maguire doesn't have a device to shoot the spo- the webs. Yeah, from oh, you yeah, know, yeah. and like organic, <laughs> making a cum joke. <laughs> yeah, and, like does it <laughs> come out of any other parts of your body? Yeah. And then like later on, I think so Tobey Maguire like shot uh yeah. Andrew Garfield with with his webbing, and he goes like gross yeah <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah he funny. accidentally
0: shoots him in the big yeah. f- when they're in the big fight yeah
2: yeah uh i thought that was absolutely just the yeah. idea that they it's all the same but like because his body secretes <laughs> it it's just like yeah
1: it's <laughs> yeah. <was> gross the <laughs> and then like the ranking of the three of them yeah, like uh um, yeah. uh tom holland number one toby mcguire number two and just like uh, yeah they're just oh, the right. joke that Andrew Garfield Is like they're <laughs> self aware that his movie Series is the weakest of them <laughs> yeah. so He's like the lowest of the three Spider-Men
0: somehow uh, within the context And they're of like
2: rivers. no you're amazing oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I
0: know I know the other moment That kind of got me Which was the other moment I thought when I was like speculating what they were going to do with this movie um, Part of me thought they were Going to I was like well if they're just Pulling at everybody they're going to pull in like Emma Stone and Um uh what's the i can't think of Chris, the, kirsten Dunst. kirsten dunce yeah i which, thought they were gonna like which any,
2: her and dr Strange or her and uh
0: doctor um, um, oh god not octopus
2: his name. no dr strange oh. and they were we just reviewed uh power of the dog oh that's actually, right yeah yeah and that would be
0: cool for yeah that'd be so weird fun. if they were both in yeah. both those movies back to back but um they paid off, there's a, mo- oh, so, so anyways, I was like, I thought maybe, I didn't know where the plot was going to go, but I was like, maybe they're going to redeem the ending of, or it's, not even redeem it, but solve that um, plot point in the character of Andrew Garfield's character, which is spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man 2, but Gwen Stacy dies, it's like a really horrifying death, <laughs> and um, in this movie, they do, they do resolve it but it's by him saving mj they have like the scene of her falling yeah. through all the yeah so i didn't
2: thing. see either of the amazing spidermans but um that definitely worked like him yeah. saying that that were you, so what you saying died. that you liked specifically i liked
0: yeah. that that is in the movie that he they oh, he they specifically made a that. point to have him save her right before she dies
2: yeah. and yeah sure. the look on his face
1: when he does it
0: and, yeah. like he like starts crying that, doesn't he <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that's that's such a you're right like that's such a small thing to complete like this character not it's not a character art, but give a character beat to this like old series that yeah. isn't relevant well, anymore. because it doesn't get resolved
0: you know it's pretty hor like i don't know if you've seen it brandon but like that scene's pretty horrifying and like it's pretty shocking and that's how the movie like like it just ends like 10 minutes later (laughs) and so i think that's a really cool like fan servicey thing to resolve and like it's works with this character that is now in your movie to resolve that conflict like
1: especially to someone like you that just watched it and then turned this movie on too
0: yeah so um yeah
1: so i have have one big question for everybody Mm -hmm. we're coming to the end of this Mm -hmm. is this spider-man god's gift to cinema <laughs> no.
0: oh my god <laughs> yes um <No.
1: laughs> the the reviews are they're, are so high
0: they're really high
1: um yeah i'm um, yeah. just I was curious if you guys agree no i'm i'm
2: definitely generally positive on the movie i think yeah. there's a lot more good stuff but there's some there's some pretty serious structural problems i think it's a uh, overall um you know above mediocre um marvel movie but it's uh yeah i think it's definitely swayed by a lot of fan service-y mm-hmm. moments that it does well for sure but, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah the movie does a lot better than a lot of the a lot of these marvel movies like these um i don't really there needs to be a name for them at this point because there's a whole subcategory of mcu movies of like just like these movies that are so half-assed, you know. And um, while this movie has some of the traits of those movies, where it's like, you know, whatever the art director... I don't know how it works, but, you know, John Watts isn't directing these action scenes. You know, it's all like pre vised and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those movies, when the Marvel movies fall into that category, they're generally much worse than this movie. And I think, like everything else outside of those moments in this movie really lifted up and uh yep. I, so
1: there's a lot more going for it for sure and people yeah. are latching on to that and yeah losing their shit, uh semi-rightfully though so yeah it's yeah. pretty daring I, to them.
2: I definitely enjoyed this yeah. movie more so than any of the other marvel movies that came out this year that i saw mm-hmm. um and i think that has to do with i think those other uh, this movie was kind of opposite where the other movies like black widow and uh, shang chi Started out fairly strong for me, but then, plot-wise, just utterly fall. Yeah. Plot-wise and character-wise, just utterly fall apart in the end. It, they turn into pretty big messes. And even like Wanda uh, WandaVision did the did the same for me. Whereas this one, it actually it started out pretty weak uh-huh. um, for me, and then uh, managed to kind of find its footing.
1: Yeah, and, with how big and the story gets it definitely finds its footing and becomes pretty big some of its parts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Overall pretty pretty good movie, you know. Ooh. I think it's uh yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Um I it this is kind of fascinating the reviews. Like I i need I want someone to do like an investigation. Not Dan like not, there's no like fraud on the case. Yeah, I just want to know why. <laughs> I know I just want to know why people like are really really like a, like letterbox its reviews look like you're competing with like parasite and stuff like that it's like yeah like, calm down <laughs> like yeah <laughs> what is causing that reaction yeah but yeah
1: i don't know i think maybe people are sending armies of like randoms to <laughs> to do it I or maybe it we're I, we were just in the wrong i don't know yeah right. i didn't hate it at all i'm just no. like shocked I mean, at I mean, how crazy people are going it yeah. is a very enjoyable
2: i mean like the weird thing we were talking about this like the distribution of letterboxed reviews Mm. is almost more important or, or more interesting to look at than the actual like four point, whatever this movie got 4.8. Because this is
1: like three and a half, four, four and a half. And yeah, like there's, there's like twice
2: as many five star reviews as four, four and a half, you know? So it doesn't even have like this, this even, you know, kind of increase, I guess, uh, that you might expect. It's just like, there's kind of a bunch of normal looking reviews mm. uh and then like five stars through the roof, so it's theres something odd about, about. what you said before Did you said fraud, Derek or <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I was saying I don't think there's like fraud, yeah, there's not like review it's, it's whatever the opposite of, of bombing is, but um it's just yeah it's just it's strange the reaction is just kind of interesting, but um so i was trying we to all find, find out I it's really spider-man quote,
1: like r slash spider-man like reddit like positive spam like yeah. are being sent out to different places to do this yeah. they're like I do the you think, a like, couple weeks time i
2: think a lot of websites these days are pretty good at um spotting that and
1: i don't know yeah maybe
2: they're pretty good they're they have like the verification systems are a lot more uh a lot better these days than they have been in the past and i don't know maybe maybe that is what's happening or maybe people just really or, like the movie. yeah or it's
0: like a pandemic like it's just mm-hmm. like a yeah people are finally really going out to the movies and they're just really excited mm-hmm. that it's not terrible or maybe there's um, a huge spike
2: in people who like a lot of people who love spider-man and it is Broadway spider-man movies, went out to see like, it really fast yeah and maybe over time like other people are going to trickle in and even out the reviews, I can see that too.
0: Yeah. Well, the good news is they're making more, so mm-hmm. they promised oh, yeah. another trilogy. Uh, I personally am really excited, and I was really hoping there would be a tease for, her, but it's way too early. I'm excited. John Watts is moving on to Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's that's where my eyes are. We excited to, to see who the director is. they'll
1: probably have a huge reveal, and it will be someone we probably know. Sam Raimi. Wait a minute. So are they going to
2: bring? um chris or uh chris uh chris evans back for a multiverse (laughs) fantastic Four movie
0: like what if chris evans showed up in this movie as the human torch no no, (laughs) i don't think they would i'm sure they'll do a full like recast but um, bringing
2: the chris evans back
0: the problem is like everyone that's been in those movies is like in other marvel movies now so it's like (laughs) it's hard to uh everyone's in a marvel movie now so you got to start digging deeper into the well of actors to find yeah fresh uh uh-huh. but anyways that's just what i'm most excited about this whole trilogy being over now um anyways so that's our spider-man no way home review um sounds like we all liked it it's a good movie go check it out um do we know what is being reviewed next week
1: probably the matrix oh that's right the matrix just throwing that out there
0: yeah The matrix we um, are also
2: all
1: going to
0: or maybe Alley all
1: maybe. i'm yeah, sure we're whatever out. else we're seeing tomorrow yeah. so, maybe i don't
0: know yeah okay so probably next week somebody's gonna review the matrix mm-hmm. um and that sounds like it should be really fun as well so if you like what you see here or here uh like and subscribe Um, We'll be back the same time next week. See you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.